my sister is a huge Dean Brody fan. Like, I'm, I mean, major. So um, he was sitting in the living room, and I didn't tell my sister she was, he was coming. And when she was, I think she was coming down from the bathroom or something, and he was sitting in the living room, and she looked, it looked like she saw a ghost. Like, she, she had to rub her eyes. And it was, so it was pretty funny. But I got a text from her, and she was like, you know, like, like, you can't tell me that, like, you have to tell me if Dean's showing up or something like that. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, I have no preparation. The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. So excited to be joined now on the line with a uh, first-time Juno nominee, the white-hot Mr. Jade Eagleson. Jade, thanks for doing this today. Oh, thanks so much for having me, man. I appreciate it. Has it sunk in yet that you're up for a Juno award, or is that still kind of weird to hear? Uh, it's definitely, I think it'll always be weird. For the rest of my life, it's uh, you know, as a kid, I'd, I'd watch that stuff on the TV, and and uh, I'd always dream of that. And you know, being nominated among so many incredible Canadian artists is just kind of like this overwhelmingly amazing feeling. Like it uh, certainly has brought my household a ton of joy. That is so great. And uh, you know, you look back to when uh, you really got your start in. Well, fans started recognizing you in 2018, man. It's got to be like a dream ride for you the last couple of years. You got the the Midas voice. Whatever you touch or put your voice to turns to gold. What's it been like for you the last couple of years, you know, dealing with almost like that uh, instant success? I mean, it's uh, – I have an incredible team, man. I I really do. Um, You know, when I started out, I had an amazing label to help me, and I have an amazing team around that as well, so – you know, it, it's, there's so much work that goes on behind the scenes that, you know, nobody really sees. But, you know, I have a lot of incredible writers on, you know, this last album and all the stuff we're kind of coming up with. And I've just been really blessed to kind of be surrounded by those sorts of people. And they've definitely kind of helped me <laughs> to do all the things I do. I mean, they play a huge part in it. Jane, do they also help kind of keep you grounded a little bit too? Because I know that uh, you know success is something that can maybe get to some people. Do they help keep you grounded? I think my family um, most certainly keeps me the most grounded, but I'm sure they would too. They have so many accolades in their their own right, you know. Like uh, as I actually, funnily enough, I was just going through like random credits on my producer the other day, and he played. I think it was Dua Lipa. He's like just a backup singer on pretty much all of her songs and stuff like that that you, you, they don't even talk about it but like you know they through all their success they've remained humble and you know they're they're very i look up to them quite a bit so it's uh you know if, if i'm going to be anybody in this industry i, I definitely want to be like them and i don't think there's room for egos in this industry so no but if I'll, there was yours would definitely uh you know be up there I, I think you could use the boost i mean you're the most streamed debut album for a canadian signed country artist in history like that is a quite an accomplishment. Do you remember what it was like when you got that news? I still don't believe it. <laughs> to, be honest, to be honest with you, I mean, I, I couldn't believe it when I heard it. Of course, I was really thrilled. Obviously, just hearing that, um, you know, we did that. It, it's kind of like it wasn't necessarily a celebration for me. It was kind of a celebration for everybody. Where. You know, because when I started, I was so green. Like, I was unbelievably green. I was this kid from Millbrook. Uh, and the only experience I had being on stage was in on a honky-tonk in front of my, you know, my hometown. And, you know, they're not very judgmental. So if I, I screw up a note or two, they're not going to say anything about it. So it was transitioning from there to, to here. 
uh, with this team, you know, they put all the, the pieces in place. Uh, they laid down the road for me to kind of go down. And, you know, it was when we got that news, it was really exciting for all of us. Man, I can't wait to get into to the to the past tunes, your new one, All Night to Figure It Out. We've got to talk about that music video. Uh, I just saw it for the very first time today, Jade, and I got quite a few questions about that. But before we get into the music, uh, what's a part, you, you say that you, you, know, you look back and how green you were when you got into the music, uh, you know, this side of it. What is something about the music business that has lived up to the hype? And what is something that maybe doesn't quite get there like you, that you hoped it would? I say the live shows like more than live up to the hype. Like, you know, I always dreamed of like being able to go out and, and play these stages and I knew it'd be awesome, but I didn't know how awesome it would actually be. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. Every crowd has something different to, to offer you. And that almost makes every show unique. And that's something I really love about it. The thing I didn't expect is the work. I mean, <laughs> that was, uh, I kind of figured, like I would always look up to these other artists, like you know, like the Dean Brodies and stuff in the industry, and I'm like, you know, these guys are so good that they can just like walk out on a stage or, or sing their song, and they don't have to put any work in. And you know, maybe they don't. Maybe it's just me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when I was was uh, kind of growing up listening to those guys, like the Gord Banfords and the Deans and, and all that stuff, uh, you know, that's what I thought. So when I actually got into the the industry and and started working and seeing how much preparation went into recording a song or, or all the stuff around that building a live show. I, I was kind of, kind of hit upside the head with the reality. And I was like, you know what? Like, I love it. The thing is, I wouldn't even call it work. I, I really do enjoy doing that side of it too. Talking with Jade Eagleson. Now let's get into the music here, man. 2018 got your name on. It comes out, goes to number six. Uh, what was it like the very first time you heard that song on the radio? Do you remember that moment? I do. I was, uh, I was actually, my whole family got together and we're listening to it in the kitchen uh, at the, the old farmhouse. So I remember the local station was playing it. And uh, when we were listening in, it was just like, it's so funny because since it was my first song, I played it so many times for like my dad and everyone else like that. So when it came on the radio, they're almost kind of like, like, shut it off. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> we've heard this. But for me, it was it was just really surreal it was kind of like i can't believe that it like i'm hearing myself on the radio and that feeling never goes away man like you you listen to yourself or you hear yourself pop up on the radio somewhere um it's just like i don't know it's a really rewarding feeling do you remember uh like the first time somebody recognized you maybe outside of of your hometown they're like oh my goodness that's jade eagleson over there do you remember that (laughs) i do i have a, a few funny stories i could tell you about just like how like when you come from like a small town or a small like farming community that kind of branches out on its own. So like like you're like hey you're like this guy right and I'm like yeah and like oh you're you're Dan's kid uh, you know I brought Grant over to his house and it's like oh I got, you've seen I thought they were talking about me you know being on the radio or whatever but it was like yeah that just drop Grant off at your old man. <laughs> so, <laughs> I haven't had anything too crazy. I think uh, there was one time I was out for dinner. Um, I put you guys in Banff, and um, my wife and I, and my, my mother was down visiting, actually, and someone recognized me, and that was, I think, the only time, to be honest. Well, you know, you're, you're a pretty humble guy, so I think uh, you wouldn't mind if somebody came up and asked you for a picture, eh? Oh, heck no. So there you go. If you ever see Jade Eagleson in public, 
you can uh, you can get a photo with him, and uh, you can put up the number one if you wanted to, Jade, because you hit number one in 2019 with Lucky. You know what is that celebration like? Is it uh, is it just a culmination of all the hard work, you know, like you said, in front and behind the scenes? Yeah, it, it was like it's almost kind of like uh, I'd say every time you push a song on radio or or you're putting out new music, there's like this go 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 kind of thing, and then whatever whether it charts that. And once it gets into the top 10 or something like that, or even top 20, it's kind of like, this is good. We know that it's doing well. Um, and then we push it as hard as we can after the fact. And, you know, we just try to get the best out of the song that we possibly can. And, you know, if it does get that number one or something like that, or even close to that, it's so rewarding. Like when we got the number one, I was kind of, I was in shock. I was like, I still don't feel like it actually happened to be to be honest with you, just because it's like that's every artist's dream is just to have a number one on radio. And you know, since the very beginning of my career, Canadian country radio has been such a champion for me. And you know, it was just really there's a lot of heavy hitters that week on the radio, and I know that everyone in Canada that is a program director didn't have to do what they did. And I know they did it anyway and helped me get to that place. So there's, there's definitely a family element to that. And like, it definitely makes me thankful for folks like you and, and everyone else that supports, you know, Canadian talent. Jade, you talked about, you know, growing up listening to the likes of Dean Brody and Gord Bamford, other amazing Canadian artists. What's it like, uh, you know, to have them as peers? Did any of them reach out when you hit number one? And have, have any of them been there to kind of help you along the way? Yeah, Gord, Gord actually took me out on my first tour, and uh, I was uh, like I said, I was green. And, I mean, I was really green. I didn't know how, <laughs> what it was like to be on the road. So he was such a great guy, and he's got such a big heart, and he was really – he's there and just, you know, always checking in on you and making sure that everything's good. And then Dean, um, you know, moving forward the past couple of years, I've really got to know him well, and he's such a genuine guy, like – the guy's heart is pure as gold and he's actually, he's been down to my farm and, you know, he's met my son and my wife and, you know, we really get along and I think he's, he's just like one of the greats. It doesn't even have to be said. He's done so much for Canadian country music and country music in general that, you know, being able to talk to him, actually when he's at, at the farm, my sister is a huge Dean Brody fan. Like I'm, I mean, major. So, um, he was sitting in the living room and I didn't tell my sister she was, he was coming. And when she was, I think she was coming down from the bathroom or something and he was sitting in the living room and she looked, it looked like she saw a ghost. Like she, she had to rub her eyes. And it was, so it, it was pretty funny, but I got a text from her. She's like, you know, like, like you can't tell me that like you have to tell me if Dean's showing up or something like that. Like, this is ridiculous. Like I had no preparation just, she came down in her jammies. Or oh, boy. I just love that uh, she's on a first name base. Dean, right? Now he's just Dean. He's not even Dean Brody anymore. He's just or, Dean. Or I Deaner. like that. Deaner, yeah. <laughs> he calls me Jader. Oh, but. nice. You know what? Canadian hockey nicknames, eh? Like, just so creative sometimes. Oh, I know. I feel like everyone just adds, like... Er, A, Y... Yeah. <laughs> uh, all Whatever. night to sorry, all night to figure it out, man. Uh, this is a, an, a really awesome tune. What's it been like to you know? What was it like putting it together? And what's it like to hear it uh, you know on the radio now and and tracking as well as it is? Man, this one was so much fun to do. We got the song from Brad Rample actually. Um, and there's Jeremy Spillman and Ben Stennis, I believe, were other writers, and they're 
great writers on their own merit too. But those three together came together, wrote this song, um, sent it out my way, and it was just like a no-brainer. It was I could hear like the the rock elements. Like I grew up listening to like a lot of like Van Halen and Def Leppard, and I kind of felt some of that in the chorus. And the verses kind of had that like almost laid back George Strait, like Alan Jackson kind of like traditional country vibe. So I was like, you know what? Like we have to do this. Uh, luckily my producer Todd like dove right in and he completely understood what we were going for on it. Uh, I mean, he always does. He's, he's a pretty smart guy, but you know, when we uh, got this all together, I, I was really excited. Tracking it was uh, a new experience for me just because it was kind of out of my vocal comfort zone. So, but you know, all in all, I'm, I'm really impressed with how this this one turned out. Yeah, it's got that kind of rock anthem feel to it, eh? Like, I can you can you like have you thought about playing it on stage and just like the that bass drum kicking in, stomping your foot, and just getting the crowd fired right up? Oh, that'd be that'd be awesome. I, I don't know. Have you ever watched like Pure Country with George Strait? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know that, you know that intro song? It's like when you hear Twin Fiddles and a steel guitar. Like, <laughs> I feel like that song could be like that intro song when you walk out onto the stage. Like, oh. And, does it just give you goosebumps thinking about walking back out on stage? Oh man, it, I I will tell you this completely honestly. I have the worst stage fright, so like going back is going to be terrible. I mean, it's going to be great, but it's going to be terrible for my nerve. Like I got to be shaking on stage, and you know, <laughs> it might sound like the track skipping. But you know, I'm, I'm really excited. <laughs> well, hopefully we can get you back on stage sooner rather than later, and hopefully we can get you out to uh, the Steinbach area because uh, you know it's just it's a farming community around here too, southeastern Manitoba, just a bunch of hardworking farmers. So I know that they appreciate your backstory and love uh, tracking and, and watching you do your thing on stage, which is great. I know we're a little bit tight for time here, Jade, but uh, I got to know: is there a pandemic skill that maybe you've picked up in the last year or so? Uh, Tim Hicks is an expert laundry folder. Aaron Goodman does dishes really well. So is there something that Jade Eagleson has picked up in the last year? Uh, steaks, man. I I was always just like a barbecue steak, and then I got a cast iron pan. I listened to my, my grandmother's advice, and um, I honestly, I, I think I have one of the best steaks in the biz now. It's an art, man. It's it's it's, it's a labor of love, those steaks, eh? Yeah, I, I could just be my wife blowing smoke up to you know where, but I, I think she's convinced me that I'm good at least. So you know what? Maybe we got to get a video of you uh, a steak how to Gordon Ramsay style, just Jade Eagleson instead of instead of Gordon Ramsay. As long as we don't tag him, I feel like he'd be very <laughs> underwhelmed. Jade, I wish we had more time, man, but now that we've got you on, uh, hopefully we can catch up a little bit more down the road. Uh, fans, uh, of course, are, are really glad to hear from you and wish you uh, and, and your family all the best and stay safe and stay healthy, my friend. Likewise, man. Thanks so much for taking the time to talk to me. The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. Weekday mornings only on Country 107.